Hi everyone, happy Monstrous Monday and welcome to Shivers. For today's review, we're going to talk about two different movies, newer movies, that are themed for the Halloween season and give you the score on the Shivers scale to see if they're really worth watching. Starting out with Barbarian, this is a total mind freak type of movie and even the trailers don't give anything away. We begin with a woman named Tess that books an Airbnb in Detroit in a terrible neighborhood. The house itself is lovely, but someone's already staying there. A seemingly normal man answers the door and Tess and this man, Keith, compare booking confirmations to see that they are both telling the truth. The house is double booked. Keith lets Tess in and she is incredibly wary of him, checking for cameras and locks and traps, using basic street smarts. He moves his things to the living room and lets her sleep in the bedroom, being a gentleman, but still being slightly weird. Tess wakes up in the middle of the night to see the basement door opened, and as she begins to go down there, it locks behind her. She gets Keith to open it, and the two go down to explore. She finds a secret door to a tunnel, and at the end of the tunnel is a room grossly, very grossly lit with a single mattress and a camcorder. The two are freaked out and go upstairs and lock the door. They forget about the ordeal, chatting with each other and becoming casual. In the morning, the two go to work and they come back to the house to see the basement door open once again. After going down there, Keith discovers another secret door to an even deeper and darker part of the tunnel that seems to stretch the length of the street in the neighborhood. We don't see him go down there, we just simply hear him scream from a distance, following Tess as she runs down to save him only to be confronted by a grotesque creature that resembles a human woman bashing Keith's face in. As the movie continues, we come to find out that the original owner of the house kidnapped women and molested them until they became pregnant. Once they gave birth, he would kill them and then impregnate their children, so on and so forth, to where we are today. The woman creature is the byproduct of now a super old man raping his granddaughter to create this incestual great-granddaughter. All day and night, the only thing this creature has seen or watched is a breastfeeding video on VHS, making the creature want to coddle and feed the people that it comes in contact with. Tess finds herself kidnapped by the creature, and we shift perspectives to the now owner of the house, the one who put it up on Airbnb in the first place, a man named AJ. AJ is a wealthy and successful famous person, but is being charged with rape and begins to lose all of his assets. The only thing he is allowed to keep is the house in Detroit, which he must stay at. Once arriving, he sees Tess and Keith's things all over the house and assumes that there are squatters. He calls the Airbnb bookings, he calls the police, and nobody cares, having more important things to deal with than a rich boy and his problems. He explores the basement and finds the tunnels, wandering through and escaping the hands of the creature. He finds a room at the end of the tunnel with the old man who created all of this, and the man tells AJ that his whole entire story and the truths through VHS tapes of him raping women before he ends up killing himself. AJ helps Tess escape and the two confront the creature in the street at night, which is the only time of day that the creature leaves the tunnels. They chase the creature off of a building, thinking that it's dead, but it comes back to life just in time to gouge AJ's eyes out. Tess gets a hold of a gun and sympathetically kills the creature knowing that it's truly not her fault for the way she is. This is a very unique movie that is both terrifying and just blatantly weird at moments. It's a really interesting take on motherhood and the sort of illusion that mothers find themselves in in order pr to protect their children, 
This movie received a 92% score on Rotten Tomatoes and is a great opportunity of a watch experience for those with an artistic eye. Based on the shiver scale, I would rate this movie at a 3.9 out of 5. It's a bit too weird to watch more than once or twice, but I would highly recommend it as a conversation piece between friends and family, and it's certainly something different for the Halloween season. Moving on to our second movie, let's talk about Hellraiser. This month, Hulu released a new version of Hellraiser with a similar but twisted storyline off of the original. In the original Hellraiser, we see this group of creature, creatures called the Cenobites that essentially take human souls in exchange for power and tricks to those who are bringing the human souls to them, with the leader of the Cenobites being a character called Pinhead. In the new version, the story is the same. However, Pinhead in this film is a woman and the rules are a bit more defined. The Cenobites provide a puzzle box, and each person who attempts to open the puzzle gets stabbed by a piece, causing their blood to pour into the box, and the Cenobites come to take their souls. The person who holds the puzzle box but doesn't get cut is now the owner responsible for claiming six human souls in order to gain certain power from the Cenobites. Our main character of this story is a young girl named Riley, who's a drug addict, living with her overprotective and very caring brother, basically mooching off of everyone she meets. One day, her brother finally kicks her out, telling her to get clean, and she finds a puzzle box in a park. She plays with it and doesn't get stabbed, but throws it, and her brother finds her and the box and gets stabbed himself. We see him get sucked up by the Cenobites, and the aforementioned rules are defined to Riley. Once she gets five more souls to get stabbed by the box, she can choose one of six gifts. Love, sensation, resurrection, power, life, or knowledge. The only way that she wants to go through this whole thing is basically so that she can get her brother back to life and choose the gift of resurrection. As we get further into the movie, we see the Cenobites twisting the words of someone else who chooses a gift after providing all of those souls. He chose the gift of sensation, but rather than giving him something positive, the Cenobites strapped an item to his body that pulled on his nerves in an excruciating way, essentially sending the message of be careful what you wish for. Riley knows she will probably not be able to get her true brother back with the power of resurrection, seeing as they twisted the gift for this other man, so she ends up choosing the gift of nothing, being able to leave in peace. The other man, however, collects more souls and changes his gift from sensation to power, saying he always wanted to be a god. They grant his wish, and he's then strapped to a cross and hung for eternity, making him the crucified version of what he expected to be. Overall, I really loved this rendition of Hellraiser and thought it was a great way of explaining some of the assumed rules of the original movie. Rotten Tomatoes rated this movie at a 66%, and based on the Shiver scale, I would give it a solid 4 out of 5. I would recommend watching this movie before watching the original, as it gives some great backstory and explanations and I would definitely recommend it as a great Halloween watch. Thanks for listening to our review today. I hope everyone enjoys their Monstrous Monday and a great start to the week.